Okay, we've got an exciting interview coming up with Ashraf Lamini. He is the co-founder of a couple big websites that have just launched in, in the last six months here in Morocco, ocars.ma and stores.ma. He's going to be telling us a little bit about that process and also some other projects he's worked on leading up to this. So he's got a very interesting career path, but it all is coming together now and really reaching its stride. And so stick around to learn lessons from him. Welcome to episode 75 of the Business in Morocco podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Ashraf Lemnini. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, who is the co-founder of ocars.ma and stores.ma. And we're going to talk today a bit about his background, history, um, his work experience, and these two new entrepreneurial endeavors that, uh, that he's taken on um, this year. So welcome to the podcast, Ashraf. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, let's just start with uh, a little background. Where, where did you grow up and what did you study um, in university yeah. and, and in school? Uh, I grew up in Morocco, of course, and, um, and uh, I have a master's degree uh, here in Casablanca uh, from USC uh, Toulouse, uh, which is a business school based um, here in Casablanca. And, uh, and uh, um, my, my master's degree is in management, marketing and communication. And I started my career um, in uh, a car maker. Uh, so I was the first digital manager uh, recruited here in Morocco for a car maker. And I managed the digital staff uh, for uh, less than one, week, one year. And then I, um, I took um, the, the responsibility to... Uh, to manage the advertising for this car maker. We can talk about it, it's Renault Maroc. And uh, I manage the advertising for the brand um, and uh, for both uh, Renault and Dacia. And I did it for three years. And then I decided to, uh, to change uh, the orientation of my career. And I started working on, uh, in, a, in, a, in a media agency. And uh, well, before I, we get to that, maybe you can yeah. talk a little bit about Renault. What was it like working in one of those big French companies um, it, it and was, doing marketing for them? It was great, especially for the timing. Uh, you know, I joined um, Renault in 2007. Actually, it was bet between 2007 and 2010. And uh, we were, I worked for, for Renault um, uh, when um Carlos Gon decided to launch uh, what we called um, um, the 2009 uh, Renault uh, and uh, with several ambitious goals uh, in terms of uh, you know product launches uh, profitability of the brand etc so uh, yeah it was it was very interesting doing marketing uh, doing advertising for a uh, for a car maker um, and uh, working on two different brands, two different universe. 
as you know, Dacia is uh, the people brand, the people car, and Renault was uh, a bit, um, a bit uh, elitist, as we as we said in French, mm -hmm. and uh, so it was very interesting to you know navigate between both uh, both targets. Mm -hmm. And so you, you interesting had time, your time too to be in digital marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007, we uh, we had uh, very few uh, channels compared to to now. And Renault Just was thinking the first two thousand. There's no ads on it. Yeah, uh, uh, you said right. Sorry, I was just saying at that time, like Facebook was completely brand new. YouTube exactly. had like 20 videos on exactly. it, no Instagram. We had something like, you know, menara.ma and uh, Yahoo maybe. We have very, very few, uh, we had very few channels uh, for digital advertising. And, uh, and Renault Maroc were, you know, was one of the first brands um, in the Moroccan markets dedicating a part of their um, their uh, media budget to digital so it was very very helpful for me for the rest of my career uh, working on this kind of subjects very very early on so, so this is for for Renault yeah yeah so you had your time there at uh, Renault for three years you learned about what it was like to to work in a big company you learned about marketing yeah. Um, yeah. Talk to us about how you transitioned to the next phase of your career. Um, actually, the the standards are uh, you start in an agency and then you go to work with, for uh, for a big company. And I did the the the, the perfect Reverse. opposite. I started my career uh, in a big company and I decided watching you know the agency guys working. I said to myself, I'm more adapted to this kind of um, of uh, universes than uh, than what I were doing uh, in Renault and in the big companies. And because very very early on, I had as an objective, as an, an as a career goal to um, to start my own company. So I said to myself, uh, it would be great if I switch right now uh, to start, uh, you know. The consulting, uh, the consulting side of um, of marketing, and uh, I joined actually um, one of the biggest uh, media agencies in the world, uh, OMD. And uh, again, I was the first digital planning manager in a media agency in Morocco. So it was um, again very helpful uh, for my career to work on this kind of subjects. Um, it was in 2010, and again, uh, I worked on uh, on car car industry because um, I switched the role and uh, I was working on uh, on media buying in digital, of course, for Renault, but for other brands also like uh, McDonald's, Nivea, etc. That's great, and. Uh... We always like to hear interesting career paths for for people to to sort of explain to our audience that there's a variety of different ways that you can you know develop your career and gain experience and knowledge. 
Um, talk to yeah. us. Talk to us about your time at, at ShareLab. What is ShareLab, and, yeah. and how did you uh, get involved in that company? Uh, actually, there there is two companies right now. For my uh, for my entrepreneurial um, path, I started in two thousand twelve my first company, which is Share, and. Uh, which is something we are still doing right now. Uh, so we are a digital agency helping brands to um, to create content, 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 and to uh, to um, reach their targets on the on digital channels. And um, so this is the start. And in 2012 and uh, 2017, uh, three years ago, we started uh, with my. Uh, with my partners, uh, ShareLab. And uh, actually, uh, the big idea and the vision behind that is uh, to bring digital to physical uh, physical uh, point of sales. So we had this vision is that people will continue to, uh, to uh, buy products on the internet uh, and they will do it uh, more and more. And uh, if they go to a store or an event or something like that, they will ask for more than just the transaction. Uh, they will ask for an experience. And uh, of course, the experience must be digital, must be immersive, etc. So uh, with my partners, we create several technologies. Uh, when I talking about creating things, I mean by that uh, literally creating um, stuff here in Morocco, in our uh, laboratoire uh, in, uh, in uh, Rabat. So uh, we set to ourselves uh, three kind of goals. Uh, one, how to attract people in a physical point of sales using experience. So we create for that several technologies. How to, um, to uh, make them feel, you know, the DNA of the brand through uh, digital experiences and how to convince them to buy the product. So this is, you know, the phases in, uh, in a purchase funnel. And uh, we create several technologies um, for, uh, for this kind of, uh, of goals. And uh, this is for 2017 and uh, in 2019, uh, and 2018, sorry, uh, um, I made, you know, uh, um, an exploration travel to, uh, to Dubai to see if we can sell our technologies in the, um, in the whole MENA region and not only in Morocco. And one technology, which is uh, the holograms uh, that we uh, create uh, uh, at and um, this technology uh, was very interesting for some brands and retail brands. So I decided to start the company there in Dubai. And, uh, and I made some, you know, contacts, etc. last year. But uh, unfortunately, with the COVID crisis, uh, we are, um, we are slowing our ambitions for, uh, for Dubai. Uh, till uh, this crisis uh, stops. Mm. 
tell, can you tell us more about that technology? Like you, you, you mentioned a few times, yeah, we designed several new technologies and you gave yeah. one example there of the hologram. Yeah. Actually, can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, of course. Actually, uh, we have an interesting insight, uh, which is um, in a supermarket, uh, the decision to buy a product is taken in the shelf. 70% uh, uh, of these decisions are taken uh, in the shelf. And there is no material, no way uh, to, um, to make sure that we can improve our, uh, I, I'm talking about connected material, of course, uh, to improve our uh, sales uh, using a technology. And for the retailers, they are, they are talking about a great, um, a great um, uh, criteria to, uh, to sell more, which is the stopping power. By that, they mean if you make sure that people will stop in front of the product, you are increasing your chances to sell the product. Mm -hmm. So we have created an hologram, which is, uh, you know, a screen taking the shape of any product. And, you know, with the 3D content, you have this illusion that uh, the, um, the, there is no screen. It's just, uh, uh, it's just in the air. Uh, and this is a great stopping power for brands. So mm -hmm. this is the first thing. And then what we did, we take this technology and we connect it to a platform that's allowing brands to uh, push the content according to the targets visiting the supermarket uh, in this, um, in this uh, time. So this is the second benefit, to push content according to the targets and the time you are, uh, you are expecting this kind of targets uh, in the supermarket. And the third benefit is um, you can track the views. So what we have, we have an hologram uh, um, pushing people to stop in front of it. Um, and then you have no sounds. Uh, so when you are in front of the holograms, the, the sound starts automatically. Mm. And we, are, we start counting a view. So we can say to a brand, this is uh, how many people stopped in front of your content and how long they, they spend with your, with your ad. Yeah. And we are right now making this kind of, of holograms, which is something that we can put in, uh, in, um, in a shelf. And also we can make it, in, uh, in, uh, make it bigger. And this is something we just uh, delivered to Aswak Salam for their uh, opening uh, in here in Casablanca. So we deliver for them uh, an hologram uh, with uh, 1.70 meters, um, which is uh, for, with the shape of an ice cream. And, wow. Uh, and... Um, Really, this is the kind of technologies we are very proud of, and the use of this kind of technologies is limitless. Uh, yeah, definitely, so, definitely, a one point seven meter ice cream would have a lot of stopping power. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> clearly, clearly. So, uh, yeah, this is the kind of of technologies we are making right now, and uh, the same technologies are supposed to match 
with what we are doing in the used cars universe. As, as, as I told you, preparing this, uh, this episode, we are working on something great that will uh, match uh, both, both sides of our, our, um, our businesses, the digital stuff and the used car stuff. Yeah, well, it sounds like you really are a serial entrepreneur. I didn't even know about this other section of your career. So why don't you tell us more about the used car stuff that you're launching? Yeah. Um, so uh, as I told you, I have something like 13 years um, uh, experience. Uh, and, um, and I never stopped working for the, the car industry. Mm -hmm. uh, as uh, an agency um, uh, and uh, as, um, as uh, an employee of Renault, etc. And uh, while I were in, uh, in Dubai, I saw the, how the used cars uh, market is very structured. And I said to myself, let's take a look to... Uh, to uh, our our uh, market in Morocco, and uh, I noticed that there is no serious offer for someone who wants to uh, to uh, manage the sale of his car without struggling. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw in Dubai some great initiatives like sellanycar.com and buyanycar.com, and I saw the data. And uh, it, uh, it blowed my mind when I saw that we have a used car market representing three times the new car market. So in 2018, it was something like 580K uh, used cars sold in, uh, in Morocco compared to something like 170K uh, cars, uh, new cars sold uh, in the same year. And of course, it's a big market. And uh, I thought to myself, uh, this is something like my team and I uh, will be very happy to work on um, using our um, digital background, use our um, car, car industry background, etc., and uh, to start a new company helping people to sell their cars uh, in a better way. Mm. So, um, and uh, we started, you know, with the team uh, looking for some data, um, considering several business models. And um, I saw one uh, number, which is very important. And this is why for ocars.ma, we don't want to take a commission on the sale. So in one report, uh, Moroccan people said that 80% of them don't want to sell their car to a professional. It means two things. They want to sell to a professional and they want to sell through a professional because they don't want uh, to, uh, to lose money selling to someone who wants to sell it again. And they want to give commission to someone. Or at least if they do that, they will do it uh, uh, because they are forced and not something that they want to do, given yeah. 
two or three or five percent in some cases uh, from the price uh, they are supposed to get. Um, so when we saw that, we said to ourselves, okay, let's forget all the existing business models and let's, let's um, focus on a service-based business model. And um, then another idea emerged, um, and right now we have uh, some platforms copying this. We said to ourselves, how can we help them sell their car with, with zero dirhams? And the answer was very, very obvious. Um, um, we have two industries, used and new cars. So the first business model of all cars was, we can help you sell in your used cars. All, all what you have to do, all what you have to do is to make a test drive for a new car. And by doing that, we have services sponsored by uh, a, a, a new car maker. So this is our first business model. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something that we will uh, do again. Uh, but once we, uh, we will reach you know, the scale uh, we need to give this kind of promises uh, to, uh, to the car makers. Yeah. And right now, as uh, I told you uh, earlier, we are working on, um, and we launched a new offer for 249 dirhams. We give you several services that can help you to sell your car in the better uh, circumstances you can imagine. And so right talk, now, yeah, talk to us about if, let's say, I have a used car and I would yeah. like to sell it. I pay yeah. you 249 dirhams. What yeah. happens next? So uh, we invite you to uh, our checkpoints. Right now, we are present in two locations in Casablanca and Rabat. And uh, we, uh, we have, you know, like a studio in our checkpoints. And uh, we make a check. Uh, of your car, as I told you, it's not a mechanical check. It's a uh, it's a declarative check. It's according to what the client described about his car. Uh, we make uh, professional photos. We record videos, which is something new. We add it uh, to our market. We were the first uh, platform uh, doing that in Morocco. Uh, we prepare a brochure, like, uh, you know, your car, we're, uh, we're uh, um, a new car. Uh, we push your uh, announce um, in several platforms on Facebook, on our websites and other classified websites. Um, we manage, you know, uh, with our local call center, all the calls you will receive for your for your car, so we are we are we making sure doing that that you will not uh, have to manage all the all the, the the people bothering you while you are working or doing your stuff in your day. And Ashraf, uh, can I just ask, is that yeah, 
is that call center open 24 hours a day? Because I've sold no. things online here and gotten calls at midnight and 1 a.m. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's eight hours. And okay. uh, you can leave a message if you call after, you know, uh, okay. 6 p.m. Yeah. And we have also the, um, the live chat system with our WhatsApp. So mm. uh, you can express an interest to, uh, for a car and we call you um, the day after. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I said, so we manage the calls and if someone is interested to buy your car and of course he need to see it and to make a test drive, instead of, um, of leaving your work uh, to make this happen, we, we manage it for you. So uh, we have agents that will come, take the keys, make the test drive, and give you back the keys uh, at home or, uh, or uh, at work. Wow. And once you decide, you know, each day we give you all the, li the list of people interested to buy your car and you decide to sell or uh, to wait if you want a better offer. And uh, once you decide, we make in the whole safety uh, circumstances because we know uh, who you will uh, meet because we have a scan of his uh, of his uh, driving license etc mm -hmm. so uh, you are in a safe side because we have some proofs that uh, you are supposed to meet this person to uh, to sell your car in uh, at this price so and of course zero commission uh, all you have to pay is 249 dirhams to get the the whole package that is incredible value it, yeah it's a it's a no-brainer for anyone that doesn't want to use their time to to meet strangers and and yeah. try to sell their vehicle it's yeah. just an unbelievable value you're offering How do you uh, we have great testimonials from you know our, our early birds, our early adopters, uh, because right now we did it for something like 400 uh, cars, and for the offer, you know, for the 249, we have already something like 30 or more clients in uh, in less than 10 days. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, uh, we think definitely that the value is perceived as. Um, Great, uh, how you 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 call it? Uh, my, my money value or my value for um, money? Yeah, value exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the the fit with the with the expectations is great. How do you make sure that the potential buyer is serious about buying the car and that? you're not going to be wasting time, you know, going to pick up the car and take it to somebody who, you know, may not really want a car, may not even answer the phone when it's time to do the test drive. Um, um, you know, for this kind of purchases, um, um, if people take their time to fill um, a lead form in our website, to ask for uh, a rendezvous, uh, etc. Uh, the risk that this person is not serious are very low. Mm. Okay. Uh, we are not talking about uh, you know um, 
commodities or something like that we are talking about buying a car yeah. and uh, but uh, you are right uh, we have some cases of people uh, expressing interest to uh, to meet the buyer or to make a test drive and uh, they don't come but it's really uh, rare uh, this mm -hmm. kind of uh, this kind of situations mm -hmm. yeah. so, so the, the lead form adds that extra barrier to prove somebody's interested. You don't just have to one click, you have to fill in all this data. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah definitely, helps. definitely. So what are your plans for ocars.ma? What, what does the future look like? Uh, the scale, uh, that's the first goal. Uh, you know, in Morocco, we have something like six cities representing 80% of the market. So we are we are right now present uh, located in Casablanca and um, and Rabat. Next uh, pit stops are uh, Marrakesh, Tangier, uh, Fez or Meknes. We didn't decide yet, uh, and Agadir, of course. With Casa and Rabat, it will be eighty percent uh, of the market covered by Ocars.ma. So this is the first. Uh, this is the first objective and the goal we are uh, we are uh, putting in our roadmap. Um, the second one is um, is to contribute because we don't think that one initiative can um, can uh, clean the markets, but uh, we definitely think that the Moroccan people deserve to have um, services like this. Um, so our goal is to make sure that uh, we scale our offer uh, to be able to um, to serve maximum of, of uh, Moroccan people selling or buying a car and to become you know a reference uh, uh, on, on the, the service uh, that we give and to improve it with other kind of services so this is for ocars.ma as an as a as a concierge uh, for for uh, the used cars uh, market and second um, we want to add uh, a physical space um, i will not say uh, anything uh, more uh, to make sure that people who um, don't believe on the internet uh, because um, uh, they have uh, a certain age uh, or um, an intellectual level or something that, like that and they don't believe in a, in a virtual format to sell mm -hmm. or buy a car yeah. uh, to give them also a great physical experience for that. So mm -hmm. this is the second objective and goal. And the, the third one is what we are doing right now, opening stores, uh, which is a platform that goes with, with, uh, with the car industry. Uh, because at the same level right now, we don't have a marketplace focusing or on, on uh, the services uh, for our, and products uh, in after sales. So the idea is to uh, create a unique experience um, for uh, for the after sales services and products. And that's stores.ma. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
it's already online. And as I told you, we are still improving the platform. We didn't start our, uh, our um, advertising yet uh, because we need to fix some, uh, some uh, technical stuff. And uh, right after, we will start our, our advertising campaign. So Ashraf, ocars.ma is quite new. I mean, I just started seeing the billboards around Casablanca January, February, like yeah. quite, quite no, recently. In November, actually. Okay. All right. So maybe they just really reached my awareness because they started uh, becoming very prominent. I noticed them. Um, but was stores.ma, was that also planned? Because you're launching two big websites in a very short period of time. Yeah. Or did you launch OCARS and then realize, hey, let's also do this after the yeah. fact? Uh, actually, uh, stores, um, we finished the development of the websites right before the COVID crisis in February. Okay. And uh, it was planned to launch stores uh, right after OCARS. I see. And uh, what we noticed, uh, this is the the good side of uh, the crisis uh, we are still living is uh, the acceleration of the e-commerce uh, yeah. the e-commerce in uh, in our country yeah. so uh, so with our partners we said let's do this let's uh, let's um, launch stores right now uh, because the timing is perfect for our go-to-market. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was planned, but um, it was not planned to be launched uh, in this period. And uh, when we saw what uh, happened, uh, it was the right time. So what do you offer on stores.ma? Who, who is the customer and what are the services? Uh, the customer is still... Uh, car drivers, uh, car owners uh, who want to buy uh, an accessory, uh, an after-sale service or something like that, but in good conditions. They don't want to go to, uh, you know, or, um, or uh, um, in other uh, retail, retail markets here in Casablanca or in the rest of Morocco. And they want a good experience doing that, and hopefully they want to be um, to to be served at home. They don't want to uh, to uh, go to look for um, for what they need, and also they need some uh, uh, some expertise and uh, and uh, advices uh, because they are not experts. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to um, to give uh, the four million car owners uh, in our country and, and a good alternative compared to what they have till now. And uh, this is our you know B2C uh, B2C positioning. We have also um, a lot of demand from uh, car makers after sales specialists um, who want to reach directly the buyer without you know the, um, uh, the the standard we have right now which is 
you buy to, um, uh, we, we call it in Morocco, grossist, um, you know, the, he, the people who, uh, who buy in bulk uh, your merchandise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you uh, want to cut out, we say cut out the middleman. Cut out the Thank middleman. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So this is it. And get, get a better offer for, yeah. for their customers. Mm -hmm. uh, delivering, you know, the service or the product uh, directly uh, to, the, to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So we are working on, on, uh, on both. And also, again, our um, digital agency background um, and marketing, uh, marketing teams helps a lot um, to make sure that uh, you don't buy only um, a presence in, on our website. You are buying um, content. You are buying good experience, good advices mm -hmm. um, to make sure that you will deliver your products in, the, in uh, optimal, optimal circumstances. Um, you know, as we finish up the podcast, I did want to ask you, you know, knowing that there's going to be some economic challenges, you know, for the, the near future, what can you, what piece of advice can you give to other entrepreneurs, other young business owners, or, or people that are going to be looking for jobs um, as we uh, go into the summer and, and head towards the end of the year? Um, first thing is resilience. Because, you know, uh, in this kind of times, uh, we can separate and, uh, and notice uh, the, the missionaries and the opportunists. If you are really uh, true about what you are doing, I think that it will be hard to stop in any circumstances. And we, you will always find a way. This is something I truly believe. As I told you preparing the episode, all what we are doing, it's a self-funding stuff. I started my first company with 40K uh, dirhams, uh, something that I borrowed from, uh, from a friend of mine. And um, things and good things take time. And, uh, and if you are not uh, believe in, on, in what you are doing, you will never succeed uh, if you are facing a crisis or not. Mm -hmm. So for an entrepreneur, if it's not COVID, it will be something else. Uh, mm -hmm. And what makes the difference is uh, how obsessed you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good advice. Thank you, Ashraf. Um, Thank yes, you that's for, great. Uh, the thank, opportunity. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast and sharing your vision and and your work and and your companies that you're starting up. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, and uh, we would definitely thank like to you have so you. We definitely like to have you back on the podcast uh, once uh, you've had a few more months to grow these yeah. businesses and uh, to be flexible and to pivot and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to have you back to get an update. It will be a pleasure. And uh, thank you for uh, what you are doing. And uh, again, sorry for your audience. You know, my English is not that good compared oh, to no. my French or my Arabic. 
so um, sorry. Uh, no, my, this uh, was great. You did great, Ashraf. No problems I, at I, all. I hope so, and I promise that it will be uh, improved for the the, the, the next time. <laughs> no, this was this was great. Thank you again so much. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk Have to you nice soon. Bye-bye. Another great interview with a Moroccan entrepreneur. Great to uh, see these initiatives. Um, as I mentioned, I really think that what Morocco needs is more brands, more brands that are reliable. And he is definitely going after a market that is terrible. It is, it is mm. absolutely awful. The used car market, nobody likes to sell their cars. Nobody likes the process of buying a car. Yeah. You know, as he mentioned, it's not just older people or people who don't like technology that don't believe the internet. If you go on some of these other, other sites, you know, they're posting cars for sale that are three years old. Right. You know, I don't believe what I see on a lot of these websites if I want to buy a car. And yeah. it results in a ton of wasted time and effort. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I think people will be really attracted to is the efficiency. You know, you're eliminating huge inefficiencies in the market and that's a, a big opportunity. A lot of great lessons we can, we can learn from Ashraf. I love his uh, eyes to see new ideas. I mean, he traveled to Dubai to pitch the hologram technology. And while he's there, he sees these used car sites and says, hey, why not do this in Morocco? And now they're doing ocars.ma and stores.ma. Just, he went there for a completely different reason but his background in cars helped him to, to see that opportunity. Yeah. I also love that he's really data driven. You know, he, he keeps saying, you know, there's 4 million uh, car owners in Morocco. The used car market is three times the size of the, the new car market. He, he has solid data to, to back up his belief that the business has opportunity. You know, mm -hmm. he, he doesn't just rely on a gut instinct. He, he does the research and extremely, Extremely ambitious. I mean, they have literally started up these these huge uh, websites, the big undertaking. But he's got that entourage with him. It sounds like a really good crew to be part of over at ShareLab. These guys are willing to take on these huge tasks, and I love it. Yeah. It's inspiring.